Welcome to UC Today. My name is David Dungay. I have with me Mr. Jay McBain from Forrester. How are you doing, Jay? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent. So if you follow Jay on social media or, or on his blog or, or on any of the stuff Jay puts out, um, you'll know Jay is prolific uh, in the channel and he's the go-to analyst when it comes to anything channel, which is why I wanted to talk to you today, Jay. I, um, I really wanted to get a sense of what is happening at uh, the channel uh, level, what's happening on the street right now. Obviously, being an analyst in 2020, I'm not sure how you do it, Jay. How do you, how do you predict what's going to happen from one month to the next? Um, but first of all, tell us a little bit about 2020. How's that gone from a channel perspective? Yeah, it's been a very interesting year, and, and being an analyst in the middle of this has, has been interesting, trying to track all of the, the macro trends at the same time as looking at the micro trends, looking at you know each partner and, and how they're running their business. But you know, first and foremost, the biggest change in 2020 is what I call the tale of two cities. You know, some of the traditional categories that these, you know, resellers and MSPs and others have, have lived off of for 39 years is like computer hardware and infrastructure is down by 17%. If you're on the telco side and telco infrastructure and hardware is down by 16%. Some of the tech consulting and system integration work that you might have relied on is down by 15%. But on the other side of the ledger, Last week, Microsoft announced Azure growing by 48%. And this is two quarters into COVID. The last quarter, they were growing by 47. So very strong. Google Cloud is growing by 45. AWS is growing by those numbers. In SaaS, you look at Salesforce and ServiceNow, Workday, Marketo, NetSuite. You look at kind of the major SaaS part of the market, and they're up by 30%. But to a partner, there's a 70% delta here between poor performing categories and high performing categories. And that's never happened before. And if you are a managed service provider, for example, your business is down on average 1.9%. So right in the middle and pretty much flat, which is a pretty resilient model. And that's what we thought 20 years ago. And it's proving to be true in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So at the beginning of the year, uh, Jay, you, you, you put out a lot of predictions uh, on the MSP community, particularly. Uh, I, think, I think something in the region of 100, 150,000 MSPs we're expected to hit the wall this year. Now, has has that happened? Has that happened as you would expect? Obviously, there's been a lot of opportunity uh, going on this year as well for some of those partners. Uh, has has that come true though? Yeah, there's a there's a number of things happening. I, I talked about demographic changes happening, and there's you know retirements happening for many people that have been in business for 30 plus years and may have started in the 80s with Compaq or IBM or even Microsoft in the 1980s. You know, they're looking at uh, maybe a succession plan. And COVID has thrown a little bit of a, a curveball at them in terms of that. If we look inside the financials, even in the best of times, this is in fourth quarter of 2019, with unemployment at record lows and stock markets at record highs, 25% of MSPs were not making money. And now inside a pandemic around the world, inside, you know, in the US pandemonium and all other kinds of things that are happening in 2020, uh, that number has been... Um, has been very um, uh, stressful for, 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 for the industry. And, you know, it might, might be upwards now of 50% are going through some level of financial distress. And that's where we're focusing on the customer. Where are they spending money today if they're not spending in traditional infrastructure? And what, what can partners do to go and grab, you know, these dollars and, and get in these conversations? 
Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, UCAS this year, we've all seen the mainstream headlines, the Zoom numbers, the Microsoft Teams numbers, and ev everyone in this space seems to have, uh, have some sort of uh, fairy tale story to tell. Um, I know you talk to a lot of the, the big vendors. Um, give, give us your take on, on the UCAS space at the moment. Uh, from a partner perspective, um, I don't think anyone's going to get rich selling team, Microsoft Teams licenses, but there's this whole sort of halo effect, which you, I know you're quite familiar with. T t take us through that. Yeah, it's been an unbelievable story. And when I talk about the tale of two cities, you know, UCAS is further beyond the multi-cloud hybrid cloud uh, numbers that I showed. And, you know, with, with some of the vendors up in the hundreds of millions of active users every single day, uh, it, it's been an unbelievable story. What What is interesting, though, beyond that growth is the future of work has changed. And, and we now see big companies making pretty significant announcements of when employees will be returning to work. And some are now pushing this off into 2022. And other companies are actually shutting down headquarters locations and rethinking how their businesses work. So at Forrester, we get to talk to 690,000 people a year through survey. And we're estimating about a 30% permanent change to the future of work. So the way we're conducting this meeting right now, you know, the muscle memory or the legacy is you just buy a plane ticket. And now you double click on what the agenda is, you look at who you're meeting with, and you look at this and go, can this type of video UCAS format replace that meeting? And for the first time, I think we're going to relook at how we do events. We're going to look relook at how we do customer meetings. We're going to relook at how we conduct our business. And I know for myself, who I travel all the time and being at home for eight months, my productivity has gone through the roof, you know, given the tools that I have here and, and moving between these meetings and the time I don't spend in airports and burning up days of, you know, jet eye, uh, jet leg and, and red eye type of flights and, and things like that. It, it's completely revolutionary. This 30% new future of work is a huge opportunity for the UCAS market. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so what are you seeing from a, from a partner perspective? Um, partners can sometimes be a bit slow to evolve. You know, the States is a little bit ahead of us here in the UK. Um, you know, what's, what's happening over here? Are, are these partners managing to, you know, really augment their, their propositions, their, their value propositions to this, this new world, which we've all found ourselves in? Yeah, absolutely. And, and one thing being somewhat of a, you know, new opportunity is we don't have what I call the multiplier effect. For every dollar that Zoom sells, or for every dollar that Microsoft sells, or for every dollar Cisco sells, or Star to Star, Wildix, or 8x8, or Ring Central, all the you know major UCAS players, for every dollar they sell, what is the opportunity for the partner? And I'm thinking right now it's about a 5x multiplier. And with every dollar, there's five dollars of opportunity: installation, implementation, integration, security, compliance, continuity, data. There's obviously some hardware and some other infrastructure. People are getting past now at home, you know, having a poor camera and a bad audio situation. And, you know, they're not loading up, uh, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of equipment, but people are at the point now where they want to improve the experience there. So from a hardware, software and services perspective, there's some significant opportunities. And some of that is out residential. Some of this is out at the, you know, edge of this uh, remote topology and to be able to do all of these things and do it every 30 days forever. And some of that will be managed services. Some of that will be project work and upsell and cross sell and other things. But 
trying to take this opportunity, which served us in 2020, and take it into a decade-long opportunity to wrap your business around. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those um, that multiplier effect, obviously 5x. I mean, that's huge for partners. We we can see we can see the numbers of users going on. Uh, you know, the, the revenue that sits behind that must be just incredible. So five five x is is a huge opportunity for for partners. Can can you break that down a, a little bit more in terms of you know the hardware, the professional services? You know, where where is that value sort of stored within there? Yeah, what we know today, and again, we haven't done enough research on this, and you know, we, we need to double click on each of these big major platforms and, and get to the decimal point of accuracy. But what we know today is about two thirds of it, 64% of that number is professional services. So looking at, and it could be managed services, it doesn't have to be in project, it could be recurring uh, for parts of it. Uh, the fact of the matter, though, is for every dollar, again, that, that's bought in the UCAS market, which is about $30 billion, uh, we think that there's another, you know, $5 that's kicked out of two thirds of that as services. So there is obviously other software. Uh, there's other ISVs. There's thousands of ISVs now playing in the broader UCAS market, adding value at that last mile, maybe for a buyer, for an industry, for a geography, for uh, a certain sector or segment or size of customer in the market, uh, different product adjacencies, different integrations. And obviously serving the channel, which has a lot of different business models, whether they're recurring, whether they're system integrators, ISVs, uh, pure resellers. Um, but we have 81% of accountants. We have 78% of digital agencies. Millions of companies are coming into the channel and their mm -hmm. customers are asking about collaboration and communication at scale. And these aren't IT buyers. We know that two thirds of the buying has happened outside of IT. And so setting up a little contact center, setting up, um, you know, a new framing of your customer experience. It's the curbside service for B2B and, and how you're going to implement your customer experience, your customer success, your customer service, how you're going to implement your sales, digital sales, social selling, how you're going to implement your marketing. All these things change and UCAS becomes an underpinning for all these different buyers. And so that's the major opportunity here is not only blowing up the multiplier effect and where the dollars are, so for every dollar that you know Microsoft or a Zoom would make, you go make two dollars. And today those services are running 75% margins. So you could make more money than the vendor and you could make it at a similar margin than their banking. So again, huge opportunity in the next 18 months. Yeah, absolutely massive. I think I think those partners that um, really augment their proposition in the right way, I think they're gonna do very well for themselves. Which is great. Which is great. So, Jay, I mean, if if any any of our audience have followed Jay uh, over any length of time, Jay's great with stats. You know, you, I, I I love your stats, Jay. So, what one of the greatest Jay McBain stats is from about four years ago. You know, is a partner stat. The stat was forty percent of partners are looking to retire, sort of get out of the market within the next ten years. Now, clearly, we're four or so years in in away from that stat now, and we've had COVID in the middle of that. Um, you know. How how relevant is that stat now? What what has happened? You know what what are, what are these partners doing? Are they are they still looking for that for that exit? What what are you seeing and hearing? Yeah, we're watching M and A very very closely, and and this has been a very vibrant year for M and A. Uh, private equity and venture capital are getting you know very much involved in doing these roll ups. Uh, this succession planning and the and this moving demographics. It's not that people want to leave this market because technology is the best industry to be in. Uh, it's the fact of the matter is. You know, you started your reseller in the 80s 
and and now you're pushing 60 or 65 years old and and you're looking to you know sell your business and uh, enjoy a couple of years uh, maybe go buy a boat and, and things like that so you know we're watching that one very closely things like economic uh, depressions uh, tend to delay uh, some of those things and people will work longer and depending on the valuation of their business they will hold out to make sure that you know they get to you know get enriched by the value that they created but we're we're watching a number of you know major you know other things happening right now that uh, provide even more opportunity and and maybe a different opportunity for partners in the next couple of years. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let, let's let's um, for twenty twenty one. You know, we're almost into twenty twenty one, which is crazy when you think about it. Where where did this year go? Um, what what so what are your top? You know, we've talked about UCAS. What are your top sort of partner opportunities? You know, what's what's going to define the the partner channel uh, next year? Yeah, there's a number of big things that we're watching. One, I mean, it, it, it's noticed, I think, by all of us is every company in every industry, every one of our customers is becoming a tech company. They're adding an Internet of Things device to their product. They're, they're, they're becoming more Tesla-like than, than they were in the past. And they are actively building out ecosystems. So Accenture did a piece of research where 76% of the world's CEOs every country, every industry, every size of company, 76% of them think that their current business model will be unrecognizable in five years. So you talk about disruption, this is disruption. And they are actively looking at uh, ecosystems as the number one driver of that. So they're thinking really different about their business, their business model. There's a huge opportunity for partners to go and rethink that. It's rethinking their customer experience. It's rethinking their employee experience. All of that has UCAS elements to it. You know, a second major driver that we're watching is this move into subscription consumption models. And much of UCAS today is in that model, but everything else is rethinking. All the devices as a service. So if you've been watching over the last 30 days, IBM split its company. I spent 17 years there as they built up the services arm. That's now being jettisoned. So IBM is 100% subscription consumption. A week before that, Michael Dell took all seven Dell technologies to 100% subscription consumption in terms of an announcement. A week before that, Chuck Robbins at Cisco, 100% consumption model because of COVID. And then, you know, right in the same time, HPE, who's been on this journey for a little while, announced that in 13 months that they're going to be 100% subscription model in 2022. So these are $100 billion chunks of revenue that are moving into a model that telco providers, agents, and, and UCAS providers and others understand. So everything becomes this streamlined customer journey that never ends. So when you're in that subscription consumption model, the entire model changes, how you make money changes, how vendors uh, incent partners changes. We're watching that one very closely. Uh, the other one that, that changed rapidly this year was marketplaces. You know, we've all seen the growth of e-commerce and we see it, you know, kind of edging up every year. Well, in the last three months, there's been more growth in marketplaces than the last 10 years combined. So we've gone on this hockey stick where we're now predicting that 17% of the UCAS market is gonna move into a marketplace mode, which means that UCAS technology will be bought inside Microsoft's marketplace or AWS's or Google's or Salesforce's or ServiceNow or Workday or Mercado or NetSuite. It'll be bought inside 
IBM, SAP, Oracle. There's about 20 winning marketplaces that's going to involve a lot of UCAS. When I talked about those buyers changing and how they looked at their solution and where communication, collaboration, it all becomes part of the solution, they may start at a different place. They won't start maybe with the partner in terms of transaction. They may not start with a distributor. They'll start with you know the, the application or business application that they're looking to solve for. And so now that it's double digits, it's something we have to start talking about and thinking about as, as UCAS providers in terms of what and, and partners, what it's going to mean. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's an absolutely fascinating time. And uh, for, for the channel, I think, you know, if, if you get this right, um, you know, it's going to be, you're going to have a fantastic ride. So, Jay, look, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been great to talk to you. I'll, um, I'll let you get on with the rest of your day now. If, if, uh, if you like this conversation today, don't forget to give us a like and a share on social media. If you spend any time on social media, you will find Jay McBain being prolific across Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Make sure you go and check him out. He's always pumping out some great material there. So that's all from me. Thank you for watching.